Like, we can't go back now. Like, we can't. We can't do it. That's or I bet you one got pecked too hard and made it his vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> On city council, lied. <laughs> like, we can build a fence. No, I've seen them. They can jump 10 feet. The fact that Lie. you. <laughs> so, <don't> get... <laughs> it's the fact that it got to the level where even the Australian government had to get involved. We're like, just build a fence. That's that's literally all you had to do. Emos can't hop. They can't fly. You can build like a little, you can build like a four or five foot fence high. Yeah. And that's it. You don't even have to make like, you don't have to build the fence vertically. You can just put like a, a the casual two bars horizontal. That's it. Nope. And be like, oh, we can't go that way. And that's it. That's all you had to do. Nope. But no. They did not back down. They said, we need to double Emu down. Emu side. Emu side. <laughs> and they lost. <laughs> you know how great a population has to be where it's too much? <laughs> you just you just lose? Oh, uh, see, that, that's what I'm waiting for, like, the great war with our kangaroos. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. The population of kangaroos is greater than the population of people. And watch. At some point, it's going to hit. A, a cap and then they're gonna freak out like we're gonna have to start killing these motherfuckers and then within like two or three years you're gonna be hearing in the news half of Sydney lost to kangaroos that would be wild <laughs> like how, how do you bounce back from that they use a hundred a hundred no it's our ten thousand rounds that's ten that is that was essentially what was it it was a hundred thousand rounds which I think equated to 10 rounds per emu. 10 rounds? Yeah. Think about that. They lost. And you lost. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they lost the first time. They had to come back. Oh, they had to recall them back again. Hey, they're back again. There was a World War II? <laughs> there, there was, was the, Emu War Part Two. Yeah, there was Part Two. Oh, my God. They had to be called back again. The military had to be called back again. Just build the fucking first, fence. There was a first, there was a yeah, first, first attempt. attempt. Oh, November. Okay. Okay. There was a first attempt, then second attempt. Damn. After the withdrawal of the military, the emus attacks on the crops continued. <laughs> <laughs> so it was retaliation. <laughs> so it's basically you try to kill us. We kill your food source. <laughs> November. Okay, were, November thirteenth. They used siege the tactics. <laughs> when was that? Okay. Okay, so on November 2nd, November 4th, no, okay, it started November 4th, they retreated back, came back a week later, had to do, come back and take care of it all over again. So it was just a push and pull, just back and forth. The first, it was a two-day battle. It's a three. Two, it's no, a, the th- third day. Yeah, it's the, three, the, three days. Three-day battle. By December 2, the soldiers were killing approximately... Hold on, this one has way longer than expected. Because again, no, it says November 3rd, then the first two days, approximately 40 emus were killed. Uh, the third day. 15th, far less successful. But by December 2nd, soldiers were killing approximately 100 emus per week. Goddamn. 100 a week? So that means this thing lasted like for almost like four or five weeks, right? Yeah. So that they thought they got the job done, and then within what? Pretty much a week. They're like, "Oh fuck, we fucked up." A, a week later, they came back. 
and they still retaliated by it, eating crops. Yeah. That is <laughs> they just, just they could not get rid of them. Oh, there it goes. Oh, something like has there been a movie made about this? There, it's in the works right now. Okay, it's in the works. Please. Yes. yes. How do you lose a war with emus? That is so funny. John Cleese, Monty, Franklin, Rob Schneider, Amelia Cleese, and Jim Jeffries. God, that's so brilliant. Oh, I wonder, like, has it been a movie? Like, nope, they're ever a movie about it. That's so fucking brilliant. The Great Evil War. Setting up, like, fucking Napoleon or something. Oh, have it, have it with something like, uh, like you're watching, what's it called? Um, Same Fred Ryan. Those, the, the Shadow Beach. Just panning over his chaos. <laughs> Tom Hanks. This Tom. returning gunfire. You don't know how. <laughs> you just see like one soldier trying to like find his arm and also you see like three emus just jump him and just. Peck the shit at him. He's not dying, but he's like, ah, this hurts. No, no, make it like emotional. So he's being pecked and just seems crying for his mom. Mom. Make an emotional scene. Like, oh. You see a guy holding an emu's head and the beak is slowly piercing his chest like that scene with the knife. <laughs> Do emus make a sound? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> emus will just. They're assholes. They are assholes. I thought ostriches were assholes, but. Fucking emus, man. Emus are just dicks. Emus are just. Really? Ostriches are just bigger assholes. <laughs> Emus are just ghetto assholes. <laughs> yeah. They're... It's like chickens. So that's what it sound like. Does that one house still have those emus by your parents? No, they got moved to a different place now. Okay. Uh, they're turning that area into like a Vietnam War memorial. Okay. So they're they Fuck. show they show the address of where they moved the animals to. I miss so Jeffrey. I know. It was cool. Big. Kind of just <laughs> by his parents' house. There was like this little farm area that oh, had like these two emus. I remember. I remember. I remember those fucking emus. Cause, yeah. 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 Because we stopped by one time. We saw like, what the fuck, emus? <laughs> yeah. Stopped by, and pulled over, and like, had emus. Yeah. That and llamas for some reason. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was a very weird sanctuary. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Who just owns this? <laughs> Yo. Who is this one? Girl. Yo. Girls say they're two peas in a pod. Me and bro are two reas in a tard. <laughs> Dude, okay, did you hear about this? So, the 28 Olympics that are coming to Los Angeles, yeah. flag football is now going to be one of the sports. Okay. okay. Here's the other thing. The NFL is not telling its players, but it's encouraging its players to participate in the Olympics. So, can you see just fucking... Tyreek Hill just running up on some Bulgarian farmer <laughs> fucking flag football. Everyone's stats are going to be boosted as shit. Wow. <laughs> that, that's not going to be fair. I'll say that. You can get the worst quarterback, <laughs> put him in, and he's going to have like 800 pass yards. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked. 18 that's touchdowns. Fucked. That's fucked. <laughs> Dude, he's fucked. Dude, he's like, oh, this is it's not right. Fuck, put LeBron in. <laughs> Put him as wide receiver or some shit, dude. I would say that. That's what we talk about. The journey is usually the part that you remember, anyways. 
<laughs> Ooh. This is a good one. I forgot about this one. THR reports that Marvel did not adhere to the traditional TV making model for their shows. It didn't commission pilots, but instead shot entire 150 million plus seasons of TV on the fly. Didn't hire showrunners, but insisted depended on film executives to run its series. And it relied on post-production and reshoots to fix what wasn't working. So rather, instead of going back to the bones of the operation of the script and the outline of it, they were like, oh, that doesn't look good. Go back and reshoot them. Because there were movies that they cut up and formatted it into a show instead of actually creating. They they weren't filmed like a show. These weren't shows. They were movies that they just edited into shows. You see what I'm saying? I think think that's kind of the problem, though. It it was way too ambitious. Mm -hmm. Yes, it would have worked if they did it to two of them and that's it two at a time mm-hmm. not when they start flooding the entire market with you gotta watch this show this show this show you know especially oh, and, fucking and, characters and I don't care about it's yeah. the thing is they're they're not hiring these actors for TV shows they're not TV personalities see TV money people are bitching because they they created something that should have been TV money so you shoot mm-hmm. on the weekly basis or whatever the format you shoot for that and you get that type of television payout since they didn't shoot it that way they filmed it like a movie so you shoot your scenes you know whatever three to four weeks are shooting you're done you're out you're gone and then of course you spend the next six to eight months in the editing room chopping it up into the show that needs to be Mm -hmm. so actors are completely cut out from that whole you know see portion that usually would have been a television show to keep them sustaining income so it says here that they're now, as part of their implement plans, they're now going to implement plans. Is that from this is from the Hollywood Reporter? Now, uh, Marvel now tends to plan to hire showrunners. Gauss production work on She Hulk helped Marvel see that it would be helpful for shows to have a creative through line from start to finish. It's a term we've not only grown comfortable with, but also learned to embrace, says the Winderbaum of showrunners in Marvel TV's intention to hire them the studio also plans on having full-time tv execs rather than having executives straddle both the television and film so really you had the same executive whoever was working on films also working on the show but the show was treated like the side gig so in other words neither the film nor the show were given its proper treatment towards each other it was just split between the two so instead of trying to stretch the same people from film into show they're going to focus on show format specifically showrunners execs things like that you know thing things where it's instead of being shot as a movie it's shot as a show because she hulk didn't work the second season of loki is very lackluster it's already getting poor reviews to the first one because the director who started it she was replaced by somebody entirely different and it just felt they said a weird, another comedic character to introduce Loki again. Yeah, like I say, it's just the. That's. Well, it's a combination of superhero fatigue mm-hmm. and the idea where some students think you're replaceable. It says here they want. Their aim is to change their shows to make them run for multiple seasons rather than just two to three, but to keep going. And to lead to an eventual crossover into movies. Which it should go into like those B-list heroes. Like for one example, 
One was Vision, the show Vision Quest, uh, has been terminated. So it's no longer there. Uh, that Vision Quest show was originally about Vision regaining his memories after WandaVision and building the Young Avengers, as well as introducing Wonder Man, who was about a man with superpowers trying to make it in Hollywood. That's where... Like, so we, we called that a long time ago with Marvel when they just they, they got way too ambitious with what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's they got so caught up like oh man we're we're making so much money off of uh, the the movies we we we're unstoppable. Yeah, everybody wants to watch these. It turns out no people don't. Not everyone can watch every se- sh- uh, series out there. Um. Then trying to tie some like, oh, these are you know movie stars doing TV. Still's like, ah, don't give two shits. Yeah, like, what's the point of like an A-list movie star being in it if the actual show formula is shit? Yeah, you know. So they're still trying to keep that huge astronomical problem in series and movies. And I'm getting kind of dry at this point. It doesn't feel astronomical. It just feels like another problem. Mm-hmm. Like Thanos felt astronomical. Because it was. We casually saw groundwork working on the ground, literally grounded level of Earth, and then casually move into other solar systems. My thing is, if you're building up Kang the Conqueror as your great MCU villain, I ain't gonna motherfucking get defeated in the first film. Yeah. Like, what? And why'd you have him go against Ant-Man? No, no. That wouldn't bother me. That by itself wouldn't bother me if you killed him. They killed him? If you killed off Ant-Man in that movie? Oh, yeah. I, that wouldn't bother me then if you introduced no. him in it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, just Ant-Man doing his regular ventures and he just happened to cross by the biggest dude who's bigger than Thanos and, and gets, gets killed. killed. Off. That would be, you know, that will set something up, right? You're like, oh, shit, he just killed an Avenger. He's not the original Seven Avenger, but still, he's an Avenger. I'm like, oh shit, this guy's, this guy's nothing to fuck around with. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now we're in somewhere. Sorry, Ant Man. But but you got to progress the story. Yeah, somebody's got to die. I mean, you already have Scarlett Johansson's character who's dead. Mm-hmm. You had Gamora, kinda. Tony Stark's dead. Progressing the story. Mm-hmm. Vision's dead. Well, hey. kind of ish. Wanda kind of died, but more of, like, the emotional kind. Like, she died inside. (laughs) Bart, Hawkeye didn't offer anything. There was no character development. He was there and never retired. Yes. And then was like, hey, I'm really sorry about your sister. Okay. And that was it. And it sucks because it's around Christmas. And I fucking love chaos around Christmas. I love that shit. Christmas chaos. Christmas chaos. Because everything goes wrong and the one time of the year everything's supposed to go right. I mean, fucking reindeer games. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Hell, Batman Arkham Origins. Same shit. Everything just looks so much cooler when it's around Christmas time, but everything just goes to shit. Did we say Arkham Origins had the best storyline in the shittiest gameplay? Yes. (laughs) Yes, we can. Because Bruce was hitting hard as shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, 
I'm gonna clean up the streets in one night. Bullshit. <laughs> Bull no, fucking shit. You did. That was. Let me redact that. That was Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, fresh off the training ground into Batman. That was, that was day one Batman, just ready to fuck shit up. See, just a complete side note. Can we just get a new Batman story with just angry Batman? I mean, we kind of did. The Batman. Something more like angry. Like year one Batman? Death of a family, straight rage Batman after mm. losing a Robin. I think that's probably the next place to go. Because we've kind of already seen the rage into a grounded level of the Batman. And now it's time to and now it's time to develop, hey, here's some family bonds. And now they did. Break it. Break it. The I lost my child Batman. Which one? <laughs> oh, Yet they always come back, apparently. For a dude who says he works alone, he's got a family of like seven kids, but never deals with his trauma. Like, I love Batman. I fucking love Batman. Uh-huh. But I'm at the point to where I'm just like, okay, guy, it's time to get your shit together. Like, it's time to talk to somebody. You don't understand. I saw my parents. Yeah, you saw your parents die. Okay, go down to the boroughs as a black guy. I'm sure you can probably interpret five other people have seen the same shit, except they don't got billions. All right, I'm sure down in the in the poor areas, there's at least one out of every four kids. There's someone who's one parent or both are dead. No, I was about to say you want to fix Batman when the minute he starts bitching about he saw his parents' death. You bring out like a small Ugandan child. How's forced to murder my family? Like you as Bruce Wayne could do so much more. Yeah, we know that, but come on, I want to see what pass. We don't care. Now talk. We want to say beat the, his childhood trauma out of people. I need somebody to actually stop him before he beats the drug dude. Be like, hold on. Why are you selling drugs, sir? And then getting down to the root of it. There. Let's solve the root of that problem. No. And he's like, I guess. <laughs> I mean, did you guys ever read any of the Batman Beyond comics? A few. Yeah, same. Like, Dick becomes the mayor of Bloodhaven. Oh. And he makes it exponentially better, better as yeah. the mayor mm-hmm. as Dick Grayson like crime rate is all time low employment's all time high like you move out of Gotham to live in Bloodhaven and Bruce Wayne's still like no the war goes on and Dick came, Dick's like actually it kind of fucking doesn't <laughs> like there's a solution to there's these a solution you, you just know. never bothered Oh, my parents are dead. Let it go, bro. Let it go. Yeah, but that's all what we tune in to watch it. Like, do you ever think, like, any time he starts to get a little bit happy, he's like, man, I feel good today. And he goes into a journal to remind himself, and it's just written over and over, like, on a chalkboard, your parents are dead. No, no, he's destined. And he just closes it, and he's, like, back in. No, he's destined to be miserable. Mm -hmm. No matter what. He can have the happiest moment, and it's like, the universe goes, no, they ah. gave him happiness. They wiped away his trauma. He was happy working at a daycare orphanage for children, met a woman, was thinking about settling down with this woman, and the Justice League is like, we need Batman back. Gave him back his trauma. But the Justice League sucks. Yeah. They all kind of Every single one of them has problems that could be solved. Like... The only one who does not have a problem that can't be solved 
that needs to be solved with violence is Darkseid. Yeah. That motherfucker literally just lives to just be like, mm. I'm going to take over this planet. And then Titan's like, no, we can't do that because he's necessary evil. <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> there you go. It's done. And then going down and just talk to Solomon Grundy and be like, hey, man. What's going on? I just like like the fact that his origin stories is usually just based on the fact is oh, ugly baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dark side is born. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Same thing as Thanos. Oh, ugly baby. Uh, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. He just created a villain. <laughs> oh, I gotta kill this kid. And they're like, no, you can't. And then you look back and you're like, damn, I should have. I mean, that's what, kind of what led up to, what's it called? Uh, 300, remember? Oh, yeah. Got the hunchback's like, oh, ugly baby. <laughs> and this motherfucker takes down the entire army. Don't forget that. That's true. Because he was mad because uh, Leonardo's like, hey, sorry, but you don't meet the requirements in order to protect the person next to you. And it's a necessary thing because if there's a weak link in the chain, it keeps us all vulnerable. But you can help other ways. To keep us strong, you know, carrying dead, bringing water and food and whatnot to the troops. You know, you can keep us, you can help out that way. You can still support. You can still support. <laughs> You're wrongly I could be a soldier. <laughs> and he literally said, like, hey, I need you to raise it up this high. And he's like struggling. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. You just don't meet the physical requirements. But you can help other ways to support us. No! <laughs> With this fucked up hand. <laughs> Dude saw random Persian baddies in a tent being seduced by some goat head guy. I mean, I skip that scene all the time. <laughs> Is it bother you? It's yeah, it's fucking weird. That's the point. It doesn't make any sense. And why is there like a living, breathing goat head guy just playing a fucking centaur? <laughs> A sitar, man. Like, why does he just sit there? And you, and you see him, too. He's like, ah. He's, like, swaying. And then, like, two random girls are, like, making out. And then one turns his head. And then it's, like, looking, like, all fucking deformed. Like, it just looks like a weird Joker smile. Like, it looks like part of her face just went, like, got stretched up. Like, you know the alien in Men in Black? Yeah. Yeah. It takes over the guy. And he, like, pulls on the skin. He's like, yeah. Like, she looks like that, but half her face. And then, but he's like, oh, this is for me. <laughs> They're just like me. And they're all looking at him like, oh, this dude is fucking nasty. <laughs> dude, okay. There's a goat path. <laughs> the dude went from getting no ass to all the ass. What do you think happened? He didn't get any ass. You don't think he got any ass in that orgy? Oh, he did. You think he was left out of the orgy? If, no. he, if he wasn't, everybody was, every girl was a starfish. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they enjoyed there was There was the immediate pamphlet of like, of sexual assault of a person when they describe like just imagine you're someplace else just imagine it's your boyfriend they think he drools all them 100 percent. yeah <laughs> dude when the when the very tall god guy tells you hey fuck him you're just gonna have to do it someone's gonna have to put that dick in their mouth nah nah man i, I would nah, i'm gonna go to the other side <laughs> The other side's not as good either. It's an authoritarian, all right. It's a it's a fucking authoritarian government. But uh, but nah, I ain't taking that. I ain't, I ain't taking that kind of hit. <laughs> no, I rewatched that movie like 
I'm gonna just jump off this cliff like right ago, now. I rewatched the movie like a month ago, and it never occurred to me that one scene does not make make zero sense. Or mm. is the scene where Leonidas' wife pleads to send more soldiers? Yeah. And the other dude comes like, "Oh no, she tries to seduce me." Out of nowhere, everyone's like, "Oh, he's right. He's right." The one person, the queen, who was pretty much leading you guys the entire time. Yeah. This guy pops out of nowhere. And some also carry the fucking coins with him. Remember that? The dude carried evidence on him. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to take these with me just in case. <sighs> then he's like, oh, look. Oh, shit. He was lying. What also doesn't make sense is that why would there be a democratic debate of whether or not they should keep going more if Sparta was an authoritarian government, which was led by the military. And also the fact that there really wasn't 300, there was more like 3,000, 6,000. Because you also have like Spartan soldiers even having their personal number of guards and and servants fighting alongside them as well. Yeah, but what sounds cooler? I mean... 300 shredded men or... 3,000 3, looking dudes. And they all had body armor. <laughs> Dude, they glistened. Sexy. They glistened. They were at baby oil before they left the battle. Dude, this, this movie was an awakening for a <laughs> lot of people. Oh, no, it was. This was <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was an awakened movie to where they were like, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this doing something for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, huh. Yeah, I think that's it. They were like, yo, Michael Fassbender just fucking... Damn. I always fucking forget he's in that goddamn movie. <laughs> Me too, I always forget. <laughs> fucking <Those> Magneto. Digital abs. <laughs> <laughs> you forget Magneto is in it. Nobody ever remembers that. <laughs> There's so many people I forget was in that movie. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and then I always forget that... uh the lieutenant in Troy that fought for uh, Achilles. Yeah. He's the uh, he's the vice admiral in the live action One Piece. He plays Garp. That's the oh, same yeah. actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Uh, he had like a headband in Troy. Yeah. He was the one that let Achilles know that his cousin was killed. Yeah. He plays Garp, the vice admiral in uh, the live action One Piece. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Crazy, right? Yeah. Looking it up, huh? Nah, nah, shit. We should get started. I know. We're we're fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Door. Keep this fan going until the very last second. (laughs) Just that sweat glistening. Hey, you want some of my busting up bar? <laughs> yeah, chugging on some of that ass water. Bring him back. <laughs> All right. Oh, we need to do a sound test here, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me know how I sound, okay? Yeah. Okay, let me get a sound check for you guys. Test, test, one, two, three. One, two, three. How do I sound? Do I sound good? Do I sound right? Uh, sound good? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Adrian? Test, test. One, two. One, two. Test, test. One, two. Sound good? Sound great? Do it one more time. Test, test. One, two. One, two. Yeah, we test, test. Up a little. Keep going. Test, test. One, two. One, two. 
Test, 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 one, two. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, that works. Go for it. Uh, test, 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 one, two. Oh, test, yeah. test. Oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. good. Okay, cool. You're good, All right. mate. Alrighty, guys. I got my article for, for mine when we cover it. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right, we're going to go in 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 